Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their worlds. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. Flexibility. Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, and each and every week, we dive into one of the competencies discussed in The Complete Leader, the book by Ron Price and Randy Lisk. And this week, we're taking a look, a deeper dive into this idea of flexibility. Ron Price, great to be with you again today. Thank you, Dale. It's great to be with you. As the book opens up, into flexibility it uses the tree as an example and uh let's let's talk about this idea of flexibility and what it means based on on the book and how and how that uh, plays out for the reader yeah it's really fascinating dale when you use a tree as a metaphor there, of course there are different kinds of trees but in general we would say that one of the ways a tree demonstrates flexibility is its ability to endure a storm its ability to handle wind or in many instances if you're in the northern hemisphere right, you might be talking about uh, ice storms or things like that and most trees their flexibility is a combination of strength and the ability to bend but not break and they there are two reasons why trees do this well. The first is because a tree may have a deep root system. So it has this leverage. It has this balance between what's above ground, what's below ground. And what's below ground is what provides it this great capacity for being able to hold on in the midst of challenging circumstances. I I love the redwood trees as another example, because in fact, the redwood trees of California don't have deep root systems. They get their strength from intertwining their roots with each other and it's the collaboration it's the cooperation with each other that gives them the strength to be able to endure these big storms i can see that this idea of flexibility is so important especially in this day and age where life is changing from a business perspective and our industries are being upended virtually overnight as uh, we see things so give us some more reasons why this idea of flexibility is so important for an aspiring leader. I think one of the big reasons is because uh, an early step of understanding your potential as a leader is to recognize that a lot of what's happening in the world around you, you have no control over. What you always have control over is how you respond to what's happening around you. And flexibility is the ability to recognize that difference between what you can't control, but how you can respond to it. And I think oftentimes there's an invisible influence you have. There's a great capacity to lead, even in a circumstance where there's much that you don't control. If you understand how to flex, how to adapt the way that you respond to schedule or relationships or challenges or threats as a leader to take advantage of those things that you can control, but also to learn how to work around or leverage the things that you can't control. So let's start down the path of developing flexibility as this core competency. Where do we start and what does that look like? Well, first of all, a a lot of people would say, well, I don't really think it's a competency. I think it's a trait. I think people are just, some people are born with this flexibility and other people just don't have it. I would disagree with that. I do believe that we all have a different degree of inborn flexibility that is greater or less, but I believe that it's also a learned capability or a learned competence that we all develop. 
And I think that it's important to think about flexibility because oftentimes our vision, our ideas, or our plans get us started. But if we stay rigidly committed to those plans without recognizing all the things around us that we have to adapt to, that we need to exercise flexibility around, there's a really good chance that we're going to fail in what we set out to do or that we're going to underperform. And flexibility is important for us because we are going to run into obstacles. The circumstances that exist when we're executing a plan are going to change. They're not going to be the same circumstances that were there when we developed the plan. And there will be new opportunities or there may be new threats that come along the way. And so this is why flexibility is so important because a leader has to, yeah, I think having a plan is really great, but being so committed to your plan that you ignore what's going on around you and you put blinders on with the things that could threaten the end outcome, the end goal that you're after is really going to cause you to fail more often than you succeed. And there are a number of areas, especially when I'm thinking about business, where we can incorporate and must incorporate flexibility in order to succeed. Take us through some of those. Yeah, well, well, of course, uh, change is always happening around us, and, and we don't mind change if we're the instigator of it or if we can quickly see how it's to our advantage. But what we don't like change or when we don't like change is when it seems like it's going to work to our disadvantage or we don't feel like we have any control over and it's being forced on us. So when I think about where flexibility may be helpful, first of all, I think about the way that we organize and execute around our priorities. Sometimes we have to reevaluate what we've decided is most important this week or this month or maybe even this year because of the way that circumstances have changed around us. It doesn't mean that having a set of priorities and organizing yourself around those isn't important. It's that we have to recognize sometimes they need to be adjusted to face the current reality. Another is responding to customer needs and requests. Some of our greatest opportunities in serving our customers and in building a stronger, long-term successful relationship with our customers is dependent on our ability to flex and to adapt to their needs and requests as our relationship unfolds. Another example would be to take advantage of a new opportunity that comes along. Maybe you didn't even know that it was there and all of a sudden it comes out of nowhere. And in order to pursue it, you have to realign resources. You have to rethink what you're doing, when you're doing it, who's involved with you. Or it may be around neutralizing a threat for that matter, that you've got a threat that just appeared and you have to figure out a way that you're going to keep that threat from derailing you from what you're trying to accomplish. And of course, flexibility is really important in relationships, the way that you adapt and the way that you communicate with other people or how you adapt to the different uh, realignments of your teams. All of those things are examples of flexibility. And I actually think it might sound a little bit contrary or paradoxical, but I think the ability to stay focused in the midst of a lot of disruption and a lot of noise is in some ways another example of flexibility. It's sort of that ability for the tree to bend but not break when you've got all this stuff going around you and you are aware and responding to what's going around you, but not losing your core purpose, your core direction or your core vision. As I I listen to you run through those, I can imagine that in some people's minds, you're saying uh, they might be saying, "Okay, but um, is this situational? Um, Are you asking me to compromise some of my core beliefs in staying flexible? 
Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Uh, one of our friends and a colleague, Skip Hall, he was a NCAA football coach for 30 years, and then he went into coaching and business, and he helps businesses, especially that are recruiting people out of college, to improve their recruiting strategies and skills. Skip popularized this phrase with me when he talked about on the football field, he learned how to be rigidly flexible. <laughs> And I actually think what that does is it helps to identify a continuum that exists, what what I refer to as the flexibility continuum. What he's really saying is that our objective of winning the game doesn't change. And recognizing that we have to organize around our strengths probably doesn't change. But inside of that larger picture, we have to constantly be flexible and adapt to what we see happening on the field. And I think it's true in life as well. So when I think about your vision, your mission, why you exist as an organization, or what your mission is as an individual, what your core values are, how you want your life to be lived, or or how you want the culture of your organization to continue to function, I think you need to lean toward the rigid side of the flexibility continuum there. Uh, we don't want to compromise who we are. We don't want to compromise why we do what we do or where we're going in the future in a big context without being very thoughtful very careful and intentional about any kinds of adjustments that we make when it comes to the big picture. In the middle of that continuum, I place things like goals and priorities and strategies. So sometimes we need to flex, other times we need to be more firm. That's where we really have to have good discernment about what's the best way for us to respond to the changing realities around us. And we learn more and more as our circumstances unfold in the way that we're going to pursue goals and priorities and strategies, things like that. When it comes to tactics and roles, and how we allocate our resources or how we're scheduling day-to-day or week-to-week, this is where I think we're at the more fluid end of the flexibility continuum. Yeah, we have to be careful that we're aware of the real circumstances that are happening around us. And this is where we really have to use flexibility the most because it could prevent us from recognizing an obstacle to our success and overcoming that obstacle if we don't see the need to be flexible and a little bit willing to bend along the way in these areas. Hmm. So let's talk about the practical steps that gets us to be more flexible in our leadership when, when appropriate. Yeah, well, I think the beginning point of developing any of these skills that we've been talking about is thinking about it. It's becoming more aware of how this plays into your leadership. A lot of these skills we develop intuitively as we are managing through different circumstances that we encounter in our career. And the complete leader, instead of just reacting to everything, the complete leader becomes more intentional and more thoughtful and reflective. And as a result, they broaden and deepen whatever skill they're focused on. So with flexibility, there are three suggestions that I have, Dale. The first is, I think it'd be great to write down three successes that you've experienced. Three things that went really well. And then to ask yourself, what role did flexibility play in achieving those successes? Did I adapt along the way? Did I bend a little bit here without giving up my values or giving up my mission? And and analyze what's worked well and where you could see flexibility playing as a part of that success journey. As you become more aware of it, you will become more tuned into it as you face future 
opportunities to be flexible. The second thing is sort of the opposite direction. I would recommend that you write down three setbacks or three disappointments, three times when it didn't work out the way you wanted it to. And now the question that you want to ask yourself is, what if I'd been a little bit more flexible in the way that I organize things? What if I'd been more flexible in my goals? Or what if I'd been a little bit more flexible in the way that I assigned roles or the way we allocated resources? Could we have a higher, could we have succeeded where we underperformed or where we failed? And you'll learn things about how you can become more flexible by analyzing those situations where it didn't work out the way you wanted it to. And then the third step would be, now let's think about three current challenges or maybe future challenges and ask ourselves, what could I do in this idea of being flexible that would help me to be more successful with these challenges or maybe these threats or the changing circumstances that I could be facing in the future? Something that we do in strategic planning where we're trying to teach flexibility of thinking is that we have people develop different scenarios of what the future might look like. We have four scenarios that we'll have a leadership team work on. One we call the utopian scenario. It's sort of like if you ruled the world and you had all all power, what would the future look like? And of course, it's not going to happen. But what we're trying to do is to, to create more flexible thinking. The second scenario we have them work on is what we call the doomsday scenario. That's where everything that can fall apart does fall apart. The absolute worst case scenario. And how would you respond if that happened? The third scenario we have them write about, we call the preferable scenario. So what's the preferable future without being utopian, without being unrealistic, but it's what you would prefer to see happen, knowing all of the mitigating circumstances that you're about to face. And the fourth scenario that we work on is the probable scenario. This is what probably is going to happen. This is if I were in Las Vegas and I were going to be, be putting chips on the table. This is where I would put my chips about what I expect to happen in the future. So we're taking a current or a future challenge and we're expanding our thinking about how we could approach that future challenge so that in the process of doing that, we can anticipate and plan flexibility so that as circumstances change, we've already conditioned ourselves to be more flexible and to move ourselves down that path of becoming a more complete leader. Hmm. I'm going to recap for listeners just quickly those three very important uh, steps that you outlined for us. Number one, write down three successes that you've experienced and the role that flexibility had in achieving your success. Then write down the three setbacks or disappointments that you could have achieved success if you would have been flexible. And then think about what's going on right now and where you can, uh, those three opportunities where you can apply flexibility now to overcome a challenge that you're facing now or foresee in the uh, immediate future. So a great practical work for us to undertake this week, Ron. Thank you very much for that. Any final words for us? Great to be with you. I think uh, the more that we learn flexibility, the more the more strength we actually have because we can endure those storms much the way the trees do. Absolutely. Ron Price, co-author of The Complete Leader, the book, and uh, this is the companion podcast, The Complete Leader, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Let's work on flexibility this week, strong like a tree. Thanks for listening to The Complete Leader podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org.